Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. See, the three-dimensional Christian life. Three-dimensional Christian life. The Christian life is lived in three dimensions or the tripod the tripod of the christian walk of the church life is you cannot live the church life effectively if one of them is not in place just one let alone two or all the three so for us to be able to live the christian life the christian life the structure of the christian life is constructed with these elements the structure of the Christian life, the life that we have received from God. Watch this. This is so important. The Christian life is not from that life that makes a person a Christian. It's not from within. It's not from you. It's not from yourself. It's not from myself. Whatever makes me a Christian is not from myself. It is from outside of myself. It is from God. It is so we I but I as I believe in God, I receive what God is. See, what God is, let me put it this way: what God is is infused into me as I believe Him. So as you put your faith in God, what He is is infused into it. His divinity or His divine nature is infused into you. That is what makes you a Christian. So whatever makes you that life, eternal life, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life or have eternal life. That is said for this life, for God has revealed, First John chapter 5, verse 11 and 12, he says that for this life is in his son, Jesus Christ. This life, God has given us eternal life and this life is, is in, in his son, Jesus Christ. So as you believe, as, as, as we believe in Jesus Christ, we receive this life and that life we receive is what is called the Christian life. Actually, how does it come? We, re- we believe in Jesus Christ and then it, the life becomes a seed in, in, in us. So we said, uh, you remember the last teaching I was talking about First John chapter 3 verse 8 and 9, which talks about whoever is born of God sinneth not. Okay, for the, his seed abides in him or his seed, he cannot sin because the seed of God is inside him. That seed of God is what generates and produces the life of God. That seed of God, so when you put your faith in Christ, it terminates the power of the enemy inside your life, inside you, within you, and germinates the, the seed of God's life inside you. So the truth is, when you are Christian, a life, the life of God, which is called Zoe in the Greek, Zoe, the life of God is growing in you, is spreading in you, is, and you have to give it an expression. You have that's why you can't live the Christian life from your mind. You live the Christian life from your spirit, man. So you turn to your spirit, and out of your spirit, draw that life of Christ out and live it. You live the Christian life, so you can't live it if your spirit, man, is malnourished. But it's three-dimensional. So this life we have received, it is constructed or the structure of this life is constructed with three key elements. And that's what um, I want to us to discuss today. In Colossians chapter 1, verse, f- verse 4, it says, Since I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and of the love which ye have to all the saints for the for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven whereof ye heard before in the word of truth of the gospel let me read it again um we we since we we heard of your faith that's one your faith since we heard of your faith in the lord jesus christ and of your love which is to uh, which you have to all the sin. So faith, love, and the verse five says that for the hope which is laid up for uh, before you. So hope, faith, love, and hope. Faith, love, and hope. The three dimensions of a Christian life: faith, love, and hope. When you study the Christ scriptures very carefully, you always see it's everywhere. You because you can't live the Christian life without any of this. And that's what I'm going to take my time to explore 
one after the other. And I hope um, it will be a blessing to somebody. In the book of First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, easy to remember. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13 says, For by, for, um, sorry, I was reading chapter 12. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13 says that, And now abides faith, hope, love, or charity. King James says charity. Right, New King James. First Corinthians chapter, First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. Thank you, Lord Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. Now abides faith, hope, and love. These three, and the greatest of these is love. Abides. What abides Christian life? Now abides faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. The tripod of the Christian life. The life we have received for it to be developed and for us to live it effectively on, on earth. We need these three uh, these three pillars all right the tripod of the christian life or the it makes the christianity a three a three dimensional life the three three dimensional christian life or three dimensional church life is the same your christian life is supposed to be a church life when we talk about the church i'm not talking about church services I'm talking about the body of Christ. I'm talking about church as in the people of God, the redeemed community of God. I'm talking about that. As it's also, there's another word for it, is the kingdom. The kingdom. All right, so the kingdom life. Kingdom life, church life, Christian life, the same. So, and the kingdom life is three-dimensional. The church life is three-dimensional. The Christian life is three-dimensional. Or you can put it this way, you can add one more. Your spiritual work. Your spiritual work. And so, without any of these pillars or stands of the tripod, you cannot live the Christian life. And you have severe problems. All right, so last in our last teaching, I spoke about the signs of a genuine Christian. So what show are you, how, how do you know if you're a real Christian, the signs? And I gave you the uh, faith and love and, you know, you hate, uh, love for Christ, hatred for sin, and faith in the revelation of God's word, or faith in Jesus Christ, and love for his word. You know, these, these are fundamental. And here, I'm talking about the key, three key three key elements that make you be able to live the Christian life effectively or the church life effectively because it's three-dimensional. It's so important. So, so now abide faith, hope, and love. First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians chapter um, 3, chapter 1. Let's look at chapter 1, verse 3, and then we go. Oh, So First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3 says that, Remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love, so and labor and labor of love and patience of hope in uh, hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of God and our Father. So your your work of faith, labor of love. Interesting, labor and work. Work has to do with business, things that you are doing that depict faith. That is so faith is work. I'll, I'll talk a bit more about that. Faith is work. Faith must have work. So your work of faith, your labor. Labor means uh, intense working. in uh, Labor means to do something or be practicing something or engaging in an engagement with a, um, toil and troubles and uh, uh, difficulties. So labor, the labor, that's why love, love is labor. It, it, you, I mean... It, Let's, let's even talk about just forgiving someone who has really hurt you, who they don't care. Who, do, who doesn't care? He's hurt you and he doesn't care. She's hurt you and she doesn't, uh, he's hurting you and she's hurting you and doesn't care. Labor of love. Labor of love. One of these days, your ex will come to church and become born again. <laughs> the one you hate most, your former husband or your former wife or your ex. 
she's going to come to church and be very, you, you can't say, hey, 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 because I don't like you, you can't come to church. But when you are genuinely born again, you will, you will love people that are lovable. Naturally, you can somebody you can love, but in Christ, we can love. I'll go into that in a minute. So our labor of love and our, um, our, our labor of remembering your work of faith, your labor of love, and the patience of hope. It takes time. Hope waits patiently. So patience of hope. And then, interesting, this is the letter to the Thessalonians. See how it starts. He starts by commending their faith, their, their faith, love, and hope. Let's see how, when he was about to finish, First Thessalonians, the first letter, chapter 5. He says, chapter 5, verse 8 says that, But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplates of faith and love. Hmm. Putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. So, breastplate and helmet, they are uh, elements of warfare. Breastplates and helmets are elements of warfare warfare and he says that you now initially he was commending them for their faith but now he's telling them you have to put on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of hope helmet to protect your mindset your 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 mindset your uh, thinking your mind you know it's a helmet you need to protect it faith and love to protect your heart protect your inner your inner core protect your heart you know so it says that you have to now is these are these are breastplate and helmet are like um combat combat items so it's talking about it's, it's describing warfare you have to fight so i like your faith i'm happy to hear about your work of faith i'm happy to hear about your labor of love and happy to hear about your patience of hope however after a while, what I want to tell you is you keep have to fight keeping it and fight it through because without any of these, you won't be able to build your Christian life effectively and your reward is at stake. Now, let's take them one after the other. I will not take too much time. I don't intend to take too much time on the faith and I'll just speak a bit more on the hope. So faith. Faith is so important. First Thessalonians chapter 1. Faith is... You know, what it takes to receive from God, the life of God. So Christian life, church life begins with faith and it's sustained with faith towards God. It begins with faith and it is sustained. The foundation of your Christian work is faith. Faith begins it and becomes the foundation of your Christian work. That's why the Bible says the just shall live by faith. First Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 8. First Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 8 says, For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and in Achaia, but also in every place your faith towards God, your faith towards God is spread abroad so that we don't have, we have, so, so that we need not to speak anything. Your faith towards God is spread abroad. People, your faith is actually becoming a tool of evangelism. Your faith, people are hearing about your faith. That is why in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 14 says, When I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for the sin, your faith, see, it's always fundamental. Your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for the saints. In Colossians chapter 1 verse um, 4, that's a thing we just read it for talking about your faith in the Lord, your love for the sin, verse 5, your hope. And then it talk about uh, uh, holding fast uh, hope, you know. So your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, when I heard about Ephesians 1, 14, when I heard about your faith, we hear here, it says that people, um, your faith is becoming like an outreach tool. He said, your faith towards God is spread abroad. Your faith towards God is spread abroad. Romans chapter 1, verse 8. That's 1 Thessalonians 1, 8. Let's look at Romans 1, 8. Romans 1, 8 says that, First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all <laughs> that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Your faith. Why? You can't be a Christian 
and without faith. So your faith is spoke about your faith is so fundamental. And uh, people who know you, they know your faith. And he said, this your faith you have in the Lord Jesus Christ is spoken throughout the whole world. Verse 12 says that, that is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me mutual faith christianity has to do with faith verse 17 it says that for therein the righteousness of god is revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith the righteousness of god is revealed from faith to faith so you can see the the centrality of faith in what we call christian life faith faith towards god in romans chapter 3 verse 22 and verse 26 Romans 3 22 and verse 26 even the righteousness of God which is by faith of Jesus Christ so you cannot be a Christian without faith in Jesus the righteousness of God which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe for there is no difference whether you are a male or female whether you are a black you are black or white or asian or uh, black or white or red or yellow or if there is blue there's no difference whether you are um slave or free there's no difference there's no difference whether you are employed or unemployed there's no difference whether you are a uh, a uh, 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 whether you are old or you are young, there is no difference. Bible says there's no difference. It's faith that undergets all. Faith is a leveler. When we come to Christ, we all start at the same level because we begin with faith. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, looking unto Jesus, what the pioneer, the author, the initiator, the captain, the author and the finisher of our faith. So it starts, our faith starts with Christ and it finishes with Christ. When we begin, we hear God's word. God's word brings the ability to believe. And once we believe in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, we, re- we receive the life of of God, by which we live the Christian life, which is three-dimensional. So faith starts, we start, it begins in faith and is the foundation of our Christian life. In in the book of Galatians, chapter 2, verse 16. Galatians, chapter 2, I just want to just uh, go through the scriptures a little bit. And let's let's indulge in scriptures, it's a good thing. Um, Galatians, chapter 2, verse 16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus. It even calls it the faith of Jesus. So the faith by which we are saved is not so much our making, but is the faith that Jesus grants us. Right. So it's as it were. We even though it's like our faith, it is our faith expressing the faith of Jesus that starts within us. Philippians chapter two verse thirteen. It is God who is at work in you both to do and to will. So anything we can do towards God is actually God who enables us. We are saved by grace through faith. Ephesians two, um, Ephesians two eight. For by grace are ye saved through faith, right, and not of yourself, lest any man should boast. So it says that we are justified here. It says we are justified, Galatians chapter 6, uh, chapter 2, verse 16 again, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith of Jesus Christ, even having believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by faith of of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. In Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. I am crucified with Christ. Uh, nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I, I the life that I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me, by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So I live by faith. We live by faith. We start by faith and we live by faith. Faith is the foundation of our Christian work. Galatians 3.22 says, but, but the scriptures has concluded all under sin, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. So no one is exempted. All scriptures has concluded all under sin. 
that that it is the faith of Jesus Christ that saves every one of us. So as you come into Christ, and by in fact, that 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 scripture, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, John 3 16, that whosoever believes in him, the scripture, the word, Greek word translated believes in. The Greek word translated in is actually accurately rendered into. So we believe into him. For whosoever believes into him should not perish but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. So we believe into Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are the people of faith. We are the believers. I'm glad I belong to Jesus. I'm glad I am a believer. I'm glad you are a believer if you have believed into him and we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 5, 7, 7. We walk by faith. We start by faith, walk by faith, stand by faith. Hallelujah. And we, we keep the faith to the end. So it is a work of faith. Can I show you a bit more about faith? In uh, Ephesians chapter 1 verse, Ephesians chapter 1 verse um, 14, I read, I mentioned it earlier on. Therefore, when I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I do not cease to make mention of you in my prayers and um it's all it's it's all throughout the scriptures ephesians chapter 6 verse 23 peace be be, be to the brethren and and love with faith from god the father and the lord jesus christ faith 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 let me just add one one or two more scriptures on this our walk of faith in the book of Col- colossians or in the book sorry in the book of first thessalonians that where we started from chapter 2 verse verse um sorry chapter 3 verse 2 verse 5 verse 6 verse 7 verse 10 first thessalonians chapter 3 verse 2 says that and Saint Timotheus, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow, uh, our fellow, lab- our fellow laborer in the gospel of gospel of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith. <laughs> it's just as presupposed that if you are in Christ, you must have faith. So we send him to establish you or comfort you concerning your faith. Verse five. For this cause, when. I could no longer bear. I sent to know your faith. I'm interested in knowing because we continue by faith to know your faith. Verse 6. But now when Timotheus, Timotheus came from you unto us and brought us good news or good tidings, which is good news of your faith. When he came back, he came to speak about your faith. I sent him to know about your faith and he came to tell us about your faith because this whole thing is about faith from first to last uh, for according to the NIV in Romans chapter 1 verse 17 is for the righteousness of God is in there in the righteousness of God is really revealed from uh, by faith from first to last this whole thing is faith from first to last faith from first to last King James said from faith to faith from faith to faith hallelujah Praise the Lord. I I like to talk about faith. Verse 10, 1 Thessalonians 3, verse 10. Night and day praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. (laughs) We want to see your face so we can perfect or bring to fruition or um, mature it, beef up. What is lacking in your faith? We want to see your faith, face, to help what is lacking in your faith. Hallelujah. That is what the pastor is there for. So that Bible says, we are in, in, in the book of Corinthians, said, for we are helpers, I think 224, so Second Corinthians 24. We are helpers of your faith. We are helpers of your faith. For by faith we stand. We are helpers of your faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. In Second First Thessalonians, Chapter 5, verse 8. This brings the tripod. The tripod appears here again. I mentioned earlier on. But let us who are of... Yeah. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love for an helmet, the hope of salvation. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. You will like this one. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. We are bound... 
to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith grows exceedingly. Hallelujah. And your charity, which is your love, every, your love of every one of you, and the love of every one of you uh, 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 towards each other abound. So your faith grows exceedingly. I like what he said. When your faith is growing, your love will also abound towards people. One of the things, signs to show that you are not walking in faith is when you are grow, growing cold in love. In fact, Galatians 5, 6, is that faith works by love. So the, the, a sign that your faith is not growing, maybe you say, I'm believing God for this, I'm believing God. You also have to check your love. If there's anything called lavometer, love, the, what to measure your love, love meter or lavometer, affectionometer, <laughs> to just measure your love. If your love is not growing, uh, it, it's a sign that you are dwindling in faith because for faith to grow exceedingly, you will also abound in love. Hallelujah. He says that um, it is of grace that it might be by faith. Galatians, sorry, Romans chapter 4, verse 12. So this whole thing starts and thrives in faith. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 14, it says that, and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ was exceeding, ab ex exceeding abundant with faith and love which is in Jesus Christ. The grace or the grace of our Lord Jesus, it was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Jesus Christ. You can't do it without faith. And let me just add one last scripture. I just, there are so many scriptures I can show you, but let me just add in James chapter 2, verse 22, one last scripture on faith, then I'll move on to love. James, 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 James 2, 22. Um, James 2, 22 says that, seeth, Thou, seest thou how faith wrought with his work, and by works was faith made perfect. Faith is a Christian thing. The Christian norm is faith. So, as I said, we begin by faith. Okay, so faith is the beginning of our Christian life, and then faith is the foundation of our Christian life. Actually, in Hebrews chapter five, chapter six, it talks about the foundation of repentance from dead works, Hebrews chapter 6, and I think verse 1 and 2. Repentance from dead works and faith towards God. Faith towards God. Faith towards God. Hallelujah. So our faith towards God is one major um, pillar of, a, of an effective Christian work. Uh, but I've actually hinted it as I was talking. The second one is love. I've said it a few times. That when I saw your, uh, your faith increasing and you are bound in love. Love is so fundamental. It's just fundamental to Christianity. Love for what? Not only love for the others, but first of all, as I taught in, in the previous teaching, it starts with love for Christ. Love for Christ. Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 22, um, uh, uh, that he who loves... Uh, um, Maranatha, <laughs> let him who does not love our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, 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 I think I should read it, anathema, anathema, is just trying to say anyone who does not love the, the Lord Jesus Christ is cursed. <laughs> yes, that's, how, Pastor, how can you say that? Sorry, I didn't say that. It's the Bible who said that. If any man loves not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema, which means cursed. Let him be anathema. Then he said, Maranatha. Maranatha means Lord, come. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. So it's a nice, it's a nice scripture. If any man love not the love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema. Maranatha. <laughs> Maranatha means come, Lord Jesus Christ. And so as back to what I was saying, love, love is we are love for Christ Jesus. In First Peter chapter 1, verse 8. Whom having not seen you love. It starts with our love. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 19, it talks about it's not that we started, but he first loved us. He loved us first and then gave us the ability because of his love. So the love with which we love him is a love according to Romans 5 5 that is shared abroad in our hearts by the Spirit of God. So we love him with the love he loved us. Behold, 1 John 3 1, behold what manner of love the Father has given to us that 
we should be called the sons of God. If you are genuine Christian, number one, your affection is directed towards Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 37 he says that anyone who does not who loves mother and father more than me is not worthy of me this is a serious one then he said if you love mother and father or father and mother more than me you are not worthy of me if you love your son or daughter more than me you are not worthy of me that's jesus that's from Jesus' mouth. Are you a believer? You see, if you're a believer, you don't struggle to believe in what accept what Jesus says. Believe. That's what it means to be a believer. I've accepted what Jesus says to be my the, the foundation for my living, the foundation for my life, whether it's convenient, whether it's nice, whether it's not nice. Even if I don't fully understand it, I accept that uh, what Jesus says is the foundation for my life. That is what it means to be a Christian. I believe that is what it means to I believe in Jesus. And then you begin to live the life by faith. So, as I said, it's our love towards Jesus. But you can't say you have love for Jesus. If you actually love Jesus, it shows in these ways. One, it shows in your love for his word. Uh, if you love God's word, you will actually, it's a sign that you love God. Love God's word. When you, you, you have any opportunity to receive the word, you, there's, how do you know your love is growing cold? When your love for God word, God's word is going down, it means that your love for Christ is going, growing cold. In Psalm 90, 119 verse 97. Oh, how, lo I, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all day. How I love thy law. Oh, how oh, oh. his delight is in the verse, Psalm 1 verse 2. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Job said, I've, how I've loved thy, thy law, thy word, more, thy law, word, more than my necessary food. I've loved it more than my necessary food in Job chapter 23, verse 12. And Jesus said in Mark chapter 12, verse 28 to 30, particularly, he says that was the greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your all your mind, with all your soul, all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. In Matthew 22, 20, 37 and 38, he said, upon all these hang the law and the prophet. Love for God. In first, uh, second Timothy chapter 1, it talks about the end of the, I think verse 5 or so, the end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart, a sincere heart. So the end, the commandment is love out of a, a, a faith, unfeigned faith, and love out of a pure heart. And let me read it since I've already quoted it. Um, when I call to remembrance the faith, uh, so it's First Timothy. It's good. I checked it. First Timothy chapter one verse five says that now the end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart and of a good conscience. So it's love out of a pure heart and a good conscience. So we love the Lord. Jesus asked Peter in Matthew chapter, sorry, John chapter 21, verse 15 to 17, Simon, Simon, do you love me more than these things? So it's love. So if you actually love Jesus Christ, it's first of all for his word. In John chapter um 8 verse 47 it says that you you don't love my word because you don't you don't belong to god but if you belong to it is love for god if you love god you will love his word if you love me you will obey my commandment john chapter 14 23 if you love me you will keep my commandments so if you love god it's first of all towards his his channel is expressed towards his word and then two towards his work for god is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love you see that labor we spoke about in the uh, first thessalonians 3 1 3 the labor of love has appeared again hebrews chapter 6 verse 10 for god is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love which you showed towards him in that you ministered to the saints okay so your love to his, for his work your love we are called to build his work okay so our love for his work is our love for 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 christ your love for christ you can't say i love christ but it doesn't show your love for his word it doesn't show in your love for the church or the work of god you, 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 you protect the work of God. You do anything at all. Sometimes you are very upset by something. But you know, if I do this, it, it will affect the work of God. So I will, I will, let, let me just protect the work of God. That shows that you are a, a maturing Christian and you are doing well in your Christian life. So the, 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 your love for God or your love for Christ will always manifest or will be displayed and uh, demonstrated is de is demonstrably evident in your love for the church love for his work 
You can't love God and not love his work. First Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 says that now touching the things, first Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1, uh, it says that um, now touching touching things offered unto idol we know that we all have knowledge knowledge puffs up but charity edifies i think let me check how the niv put it uh, for this i would like to read it from the niv let me see how the first corinthians chapter 8 verse 1 now about food sacrifice to idols we uh, we know that we all possess knowledge, knowledge but, uh, but knowledge puffs up whilst love builds up. If you love God, you build up his work. And so love builds up. It builds you up and it builds his work up. It builds the church up. So love towards the Christians, as you saw throughout. So your love for his work, so your love for the word, your love for his word, his word, number one, your love for Christ shows your love for his word, your love for his work, and your love for his redeemed. Those who have been called, you love them. He said, therefore, when I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love towards the saints. This, so when we talk about love, it's love for God or love for Christ, which is evidenced in our love for his work, our love for his, his word, his work, and his redeemed is very important. So one, faith towards God. Two, love towards others. Three, hope for his return. These three things. So hoping, hope for the return of Christ. Hope for the second coming. In Colossians chapter 1, let's look at Colossians again. Colossians chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray I am being a blessing to a certain Christian somewhere. Lord, help us. Colossians chapter 1, verse 5. Colossians 1, 5 says that, For the hope, we read the verse 4 earlier on, Since we heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love and and of the love which ye have towards all the saints, not only some of the saints, not only those who have money, but all the saints, your love towards all the saints for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. You are doing all these things because, you see, hope is what consummates our Christian work or makes it complete. Our Christian life, our Christian work, the Christian living, the church life, without hope you'll be struggling. He who has this hope in himself was the hope, the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. When we see, we shall be like him. First John chapter 3, verse 3. He who has this hope in himself purifies himself, and the wicked one touches him not, or purifies himself even as he is pure. So he who has this hope. So uh, hope, verse 5 again, Colossians 1, 5. For the hope which is laid up for us in heaven, whereof he... Uh, where have ye heard before in the word of truth the gospel? So our hope, verse 23, Colossians 1, excuse me, Colossians 1, 23 says that if you continue in the faith, grounded, hmm, continuing in the faith, that's interesting. If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, Continue in the faith, but don't move away from the hope of the gospel because they all work hand in hand. So um, faith, we begin, and faith is the beginning and the foundation of our, um, of our work, Christian, this life we have received from God, the construction of this life in our physical, in, uh, uh, on earth. Uh, it's, 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 uh, faith is the beginning and the foundation. Love is what gives us the progress and it gives us the opportunity to actually enjoy God and enjoy one another, right? And construct their life meaningfully. And then hope is what seals, what consummates, what uh, maturates, all right? Uh, what brings it into maturation or maturity or the, the other perfects. Faith, uh, our hope perfects and finishes this life. 
without hope you will you will um you won't go to you'll be able to go to the end verse 27 of colossians chapter 1 said to whom god would make known what is the riches of the, of the glory of this mystery among the gentiles which is christ in you the hope of glory christ in you the hope of glory it's very important to understand that uh, christ in us is the hope of our glory hallelujah and i want to uh, finish on this hope by just giving you um four areas okay the christian hope four areas the christian hope is connected to or let me read something in ephesians then i'll i'll talk about that ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 let me read from verse 17 i hope you don't mind i love the word of god I pray for you. Verse 16 talks about, I cease not to make mention of you in my prayers, that God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God, the Father of glory, the, sorry, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling. That is, I'm praying that you will know the, what is the hope of His call. That, that God will grant you the spirit of revelation, knowledge, in the uh, revelation and uh, wisdom, and the knowledge of Him. That your the eyes of your understanding, inner eyes, being enlightened, so you will know. What are you supposed to know? First, you know the hope of His calling. The hope of His calling. What is the hope of His calling? The hope of His calling. I want to use four points to explain it. Number one, the hope of His calling is the is the hope is Christ. Christ as I just read Colossians 1, 27. Christ Himself. Christ Himself is our hope. Christ He Himself is our hope. He's is the hope of the Christian. You have Christ. You have hope. All right. So number one, Christ Himself. And the salvation that he will bring when he returns, that's where our hope is. Our hope is in Christ. He himself is our hope. And the salvation, when he's coming, he's bringing hope, uh, salvation with him. Salvation from what? You know, salvation is in three, three, um, three aspects. Number one, spirits. So we have been saved. That's in our spirit. Number two, we are being saved. That is in our soul. Every human being is spirit, soul, and body, according to Colossians, First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-three. Spirit, soul, and body. So we have been saved in our spirits. That's why your spirit is perfect. When you are born again, your spirit man is perfect, as perfect as it could ever be, and it doesn't get any perfecter. It's perfect but we, we it begin to transform we get transformed in our soul it works spread from our spirit into our soul so we are being transformed in our soul and it shows in our works and our bodies but watch this it says that um what, what was i even reading first peter chapter um yeah i remember first peter chapter one okay first peter chapter one verse verse Seven. Uh, I didn't quote it earlier. Verse five. So what I'm trying to say is that um, we are saved three areas, three, three, three stages. Yes, our spirits are saved, our soul is being saved, and our bodies shall be saved. We shall be saved from all these pain, sicknesses, confusion, or sicknesses, tiredness, weakness. After we die and go, when we are released, our body, I will show you, is saved from this. But then, the so hope. When we talk about salvation, watch this. Verse 5, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto the salvation ready to be revealed in the last day. So there's a certain type of salvation that will be revealed in the last day. And that our hope is in Christ and the salvation that will be revealed. Look at verse 9. Receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So there's salvation coming. So as we walk with Christ, our hope is the salvation. Salvation that will be revealed at the end and the salvation of our souls. So number 1. Hope in of the believer is we hope in Christ. Okay, Christ Himself is our hope, and then number uh, Christ Himself is our hope. Christ and the salvation that He will bring when He returns. Number two is our um, our hope of being transferred from the earthly and physical realm into the heavenly and spiritual realm. A time is coming when this earthly body will be put aside, and we shall. In fact, Philippians chapter three, Philippians chapter three, verse verse 21 is such a beautiful scripture philippians chapter 3 verse 21 says that um talking about christ who shall change our vile bodies this vile this body's vile that's why you have to always wash 
That's why we always have to wash. We always have to use the restroom. We always have to, always have to eat. We always have to rest because it's like every time. That's why uh, we were all locked down because coronavirus. Coronavirus is in town and we have to leave town <laughs> because this body is vile. That sickness can attack the body. But watch this. It says that Christ shall change our vile bodies that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the working where whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself so he shall change these vile bodies to be fashioned into his glorious body when he resurrected from the from the dead he could walk through walls walk through doors he just went up to heaven that glorious body uh, so there are christian hope we look forward to his coming when our earthly vile bodies shall be transformed into his into in, in uh, transform or the our physical and earthly bodies our physical and earthly life shall be transformed into the heavenly and the spiritual sphere in glorification so in romans chapter romans chapter 8 verse um 23 let's read it it's very interesting i hope and not only that but ourselves also or not, not not only that but ourselves also which have the first fruits of the spirit even we ourselves grown within ourselves waiting for the adoption to which the redemption of our, our bodies we are waiting for the redemption redemption of our bodies for we are saved by hope but hope that is not seen is not hope for what a man sees or see it why does he yet hope for but if we hope for that which uh, for that we see not then we then do we with patience wait for it so i wait we are waiting for the coming of christ when our bodies shall be changed in verse 30 verse 30 says that moreover him whom he predestined they also he, he uh, them he also called and whom he called them also he justified whom he justified them also he glorified so that is our hope christian hope we are looking forward to the day when christ will appear our bodies will be changed and we shall be glorified with him and then number the third aspect of our christian hope is the fact that we are uh, going to reign, uh, uh, enjoy, or the reigning enjoyment with Christ. Okay, we are going to reign in enjoyment with Christ when it comes to reign. In Revelation chapter ten, in Revelation chapter five, sorry, chapter five, verse ten, he says that, and has made us. Um, yeah, verse nine talks about he has redeemed us from all nations, all tongues, all people, everyone is included if you can believe in Christ. Your background, your race does not matter. All nations and all peoples and all tongues, your language doesn't matter. All nations. This word is proper United Nations. All nations. He has redeemed that from all nations that and has made us unto our God, kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. When it comes, we shall reign. This is our hope. We are looking forward to the. That's what Jehovah's Witness has hijacked, have hijacked, and they say when uh, the, we shall be on this earth and everything will go and the meek shall reign on this earth. Yeah, there is a, going to be a reigning aspect of the second coming of Christ. It's called the millennial reign for thousand years. That is when you, you I said, enter into the joy of your Lord. That joy of thy Lord is when he comes and is reigning. He said, we shall reign with him. I saw throne and men, they, they sat on the throne. I other thrones and others sat on it and reigning with Christ. We shall reign with him. That's why he said we shall receive a crown of glory. He's coming with a reward and that reward is to reign with him. And those who will not pay the price to walk there, they are Christians but not walking properly. They, whilst we are reigning, they will be in outer darkness and they are looking at us. Oh God, oh gosh. Now there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. According to Matthew 25, I think 29 and 30, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth teeth in outer darkness so uh, as i said earlier when i was teaching the other time the servants who were said cast him into outer darkness and the one who jesus said well done that good and faithful servant uh, matthew 25 verse 21 verse 23 verse 29 all of them were they have the same status so that means they belong to him they were his servants so what was the difference is their work their labor one didn't was lazy and weak he didn't serve god and didn't do the work of christ so he says that cast him into outer darkness but those who did he said enter into the joy of your lord millennial reign we shall reign with him
him. And so as we serve him, we look forward. Our hope is the hope of the second coming of Christ, wherein we shall reign with Christ. We shall reign with Christ. Second Timothy, let me just quickly second Timothy chapter 4, verse 18. I pray, I pray somebody's receiving something. Uh, today I came to speak to my Christian brother and my Christian sister. Fight a good fight of faith. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 18. And the Lord shall deliver deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever. He said he will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom. The the early church and pure Christianity looks forward to the coming coming of the heavenly kingdom. We look forward to that. Our hope is not built here. The Bible says that if only in this life we have hope, we are of all men most miserable. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, I think verse 16, 17, and 18, somewhere there, said if only in this world we have hope, then we are of all men of the verse 19 potentially we are of all men most miserable our hope goes beyond the veil in hebrews chapter 6 verse 18 that by two immutable things in which it is impossible 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 for god to lie we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. We have fled for refuge to lay hold on the hope that is set before us. So we know God cannot lie and we lay hold of the hope. We lay hold of the hope that is set before us. What is verse 19? Thank you, Jesus. Which hope, this hope, which hope we have as an anchor and uh, as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which enters, which enters within the veil, where with the forerunners of Christ has got there. So our hope is not here. It enters where Christ is seated. But I said this hope is, is an anchor for the soul, sure and steadfast. We lay, we go through, so we can have console, consolation. Those of us who have fled to lay hold of this hope that is set before us. There's a hope set before us. Let's lay hold of the hope. You can't be a Christian without hope. Lay hold of the hope and live the Christian life fully to the end. And so the third, the third implication or the third way our hope is in Christ. The first one is Christ himself is our hope. And when he's returning with the, the salvation that he's come with, that's the hope. The second one is the hope where um, we, we are expecting... The, the second one, yeah, our bodies to be transferred or transformed. Uh, this earthly things now we, we become heavenly. And the third one is the re- millennial or the reigning enjoyment that we are going to have with Christ when it comes to rain. And the last hope of the believer is when everything is now done and then all the Christians have gathered before the Father and we are in the new heaven and the new earth in the new Jerusalem enjoying God. Bible says Revelation 21 from verse 1 to 7 and Revelation chapter 22 verse 1 to 5. It talks about there will be no more pain, there will be no sickness. That is, that's the final when we are now together. The tabernacle of God is with men. Christ himself is the Bible said the Lamb, the Lord and the Lamb are the light. There's no need of moon, no need of sun. There is a beautiful city and a beautiful place to be in. That is after the millennial reign. Then those who have suffered in outer darkness can join all of us and then we go and rejoice in the Lord. That is the Christian hope. Christianity, the Christian life, the kingdom life, the church life is three-dimensional. You cannot live one and live the... You cannot live one and or you cannot leave one out or live one or two and leave the other one. We have to live it in its full uh, dimension, the three dimension, faith, love, and hope. Faith, love, and hope. If these things are bound in us and we grow in them, there's no way we can miss any great, and the great blessing, the goodness from God. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Andrew, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, Please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at caris.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.